Hello, hello. On today's episode of Story Sunday Brunch, we have merch legend slash one of the biggest nerds I know, Vinny Vegas. Vinny spent a lot of time doing merch for All Time Low when they were coming up um, at the beginning of their career, and he kind of grew with them, and it was always great to see him, and just great to see where he came from to where he ended up in the music industry, and just such a great dude, and this conversation is so much fun. He's one of those guys I could just run into randomly in a European city in the middle of a field or wherever the hell, and we just catch up like we saw each other the day before. So, yeah, hope you enjoy this one, and uh, here we go, Vinny Vegas. It's been a it's been a fun adventure, man. And I have like I have not even to get away from that, dude. First laminate, uh, we did that starting line tour. Oh my god, you got it! Yes, yo, I so have that upstairs this, in my place. Holy shit! Yeah. And it's cool to look back on that tour. Not that that was my first tour with All Time Low, but we were in a van and trailer. So wrong, it's right. Was just like coming out. We were doing press on that tour, mm-hmm. and we left the tour. Like we weren't on the whole tour, but we left to, to go do more press for that record to come out. But the starting line was 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 supporting and pushing direction that the Warp tour I met you on, mm-hmm. and then in that tour and looking back on just like how great that record was or, and still is till this day. And, and it's like, man, like we played like some smaller rooms and you know, you were there like mentoring me touring and just to be like, wow, that was like, just to like look back and hold all that together, that record, you, us meeting that summer, like, and they played it all summer on Warp too, man. It was like, it was like really special for me. Dude, that was crazy. That Warped 07 was nuts. Like, Dude, it was really nuts. It was everything because that was honestly that was my first tour. It was Warped 07. That was your first tour ever? No, that was my first tour ever. Yeah, man. I I promise you. Wait, because and then wait. that's when I got into the thick. Oh of it. yeah, because that okay that tour with All Time Low and the Starting Line and Four Years Strong. It was like it was only was like after. Days. Holy shit, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I mean that Starting Line tour was uh nine thirteen to ten four. It was only like yeah, like a like less than yeah, a month. Yeah, less weeks. than a month. Okay, and then that was right before Starting Line did the Paramore tour with the Almost and all that wow. shit. Yeah, dude, holy crap! But Warped 07 was like, dude, you were fucking busy every. You were the busiest tent. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, it, it it reminded me of like just. Like when I, you would like see like warped promo, like on TV, where there was like a warped TV show on fuse and stuff and what you had heard. Cause Craig Monahan was somebody who got me also into touring when he toured with over it. And I believe he toured with like set your goals and stuff mm-hmm. like, yeah, he was on set your goals on that tour. And he's just like, you'd be in line at catering this person, that person, the barbecues are sometimes good. And just the chaos of warp tour that summer, like it, it was like up, it was in my face um so like 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 front and center where i did it i was i didn't think i was like that that it was like too good to be true like i was like man this is everything i ever thought it would be yeah and then some like how like just chaotic it was the heat the showering situation like the crowded buses like all that and like i just i was 19 man on the road like after being like i was super young man i was like my first you know summer after college you know right before i dropped out to pursue a touring career with all time low. Like that was my first summer, man. 
And what a summer that was, because we were playing beer pong every night. We were fucking chilling, because mm-hmm. I think, I think I was, oh, wait, wait, I'm trying to think, 07. I was definitely single that summer, and I definitely, I definitely had a crush on, I won't mention her name, but a woman that rode the bus with you guys from a different company. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. my God. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's why I spent a lot of time. I mean, I mean, I obviously spent a lot of time with you guys because I like you guys, but like I was spending time with her, you know, and I got completely I shot totally down. I got completely shot down by her in on a day off. And it was... And I've never told this to anybody, so here it is. Hilarious. Uh, I got shot down. You're better man for it, man. Nah, You're better like, man for it. But dude, but, no, but dude, at the end of the day, like me and her kind of talk. We, we talked a few years ago when I was living in California. Like, I forgot how we wow. like reconnect. Like, I don't even know what happened. Like, we just like, I think it was like, like when I had Instagram back then and we talked and like, you know, I just kind of like, she updated me on like how she was and like, yo, she's like doing great. So... It was cool, but like it was funny because like I just thought of that right now. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, that was my little warp tour crush." Everybody has warp tour crushes if you've done warp tour. I totally. I think everyone, everyone has. I think everyone has one or two. It's like the convenient factor, and then some of those people don't tour like full time like we did. Like that's kind of like their summer gig, whether mm-hmm. they were teachers and stuff. But yeah, definitely like I definitely had like one or two like warped crushes and like. You know, it's always seemed like it did. It never worked in my favor, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, <laughs> like whatever. But like sometimes, like I have a crazy story about that. Uh, I was at one of the mustache parties and I, uh, I, I'll say I took a bunch of mushrooms and went to the mustache party, like, it, like just thinking that was a good idea. And I like kind of tried to flirt with a girl that that I liked. And I was like, Oh, you have some TP on your shoe. And she was like, ew. And she said F you to me and slapped me in the face in front what? of like story of the year and all time low. And I, and they were like, Oh my God, like she doesn't know that you really like her. We all know. Cause you tell us, but she just slapped you in the face in front of everybody. So I just was like on mushrooms with like a bunch of people and just like left. And then the next day, I think someone told her and she apologized, but she wasn't into it, and it's it's totally cool. <laughs> you wait, so she slapped you for saying you have teepee on your shoe. You have toilet paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she thought I was trying to like make fun of her in front of like a group of people, which I wasn't. I was just being like sincere, and she was like, like I embarrassed her, so she embarrassed me. Oh damn, that's that doesn't sound like a you problem though. That sounds like I don't know. Yeah, man, like slapping you for that, like. I don't know. I want to hear who goes, who goes, yeah, I want to hear. Okay. Any of my female friends that are listening to this, any of my women friends that are listening to this, please text me after you hear this and let me know if either of us are wrong because I, because if it's just a a dude saying, is that TP on your shoe to getting slapped? Is that okay? I don't know. Let me know. Anyway, continue. She was, she was, she was, she was tough, man. And it, it just, and she like felt so bad and she apologized. I was like, oh no, it's cool. And well, then we like never what spoke. Was your, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, what was your, rep- what was your uh, rapport like before that? Like before oh, the slap? Yeah, and, uh, 
No, uh, i too nervous to tell her kind of deal. Like, so like, I was just like, like trying like to take my shot and like flirt with her, but be honest and tell her like, that was like my, my, like my, my line. Like, I don't know. Like, Wait, I was like trying to shoot my so shot. So that was your first shot. That was your first like introduction. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like she knew, like we had talked a little bit, but nothing like where she at probably never, obviously never knew, but I just definitely. Uh, but also you yeah, were on mushrooms like, and you probably said it so loud because we're from new york where where, where was she yeah from? oh probably california you know gotcha so yes it was, yes so like, that's oh, like oh <laughs> so i've learned a lesson don't don't you shouldn't be in public you know like that <laughs> when you thought it was fun <laughs> all right but again i think from what you're saying i think you were not really you it, it didn't deserve a slap from that woman you did not no, deserve a slap. it didn't man no but it also, did. if you it weren't did. on mushrooms, I think maybe you would have been smart enough if you if you liked her and were like, oh, she's cool. You would have been like, can I buy you a drink? No, <laughs> no. You would have tapped her on her shoulder and been like, hey, you have toilet paper on your. Shirt. Yeah, she was in a crowd of people. So yes. looking back, yeah, it's like. But I mean, like, yeah, you know, yeah, slap. Like, I don't know. That's that, that's a little much. <laughs> Oh, she probably had a few in her though, right? She probably had a few drinks in her. Yeah, we know how that that those like of all course. those like sponsored parties go. Like it was insane. It was it was unbelievably packed. Like I couldn't imagine like being at a party like that right now. It was yeah. insane. Oh God, no, never, dude. Yeah, like that's fucking Yeah, no, even now like my older age, I'm like, oh god, that just seems exhausting. Like it's just too packed for me. Like I'm good. I never really like packed I mean, and that's funny because I was a merch guy, but also I always knew I had the table in between me and the people. So like, it was always like, all right, yes. this is my area. You can't get back here. Back the fuck up. Like, it, yes. your shit. Yeah. Like, this is the know. Zen. This is the Zen den over here and you can just scorch in the sun and I'll be chilling right here. Yo. And you know, what's funny is, you know how you said I mentored you, which I don't think that's really true. I think I just kind of like, was like, yo, this is what I do. I don't know. It works for me. So maybe it'll work for you if it does it whatever but because well, i remember go ahead say no, no, no. Oh, but this. um like you kind of taught me so i think you it was like it was when i was on twitter still you tweeted something where it was like a it was something you said where it was like yo there's like 80 of you and there's one of me and i yeah i mean and, and again like when you i think at the time you tweeted that i was touring with like manchester and gaslight and to like where their fans were like very like they were um not rabid but they were they wanted to buy merch and they you know but they were more they were more grown up than like you know silverstein or all-time low fans you mm -hmm. know and that's not a dig at them right absolutely but they were more like patient to where they were like okay yeah yeah we're adults we can just talk to each other and like you know whatever to where like the fans of the younger bands were more like, we need it right now, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but they're all like, and like so many emotions at once, like they want to get to the front of the barricade or like their parents are like pressuring them because their parents, like this is their first show. It's their first show. They're excited. And like, I was kind of like the closest thing to the band, you know, like we're like, you know, if people had saw like all the most DVD or like just seen them in like a tour update video. So it's kind of like, you know, it all happens like so quick. The in is always the worst for, for merch. And yep. so is the out. Yes. And it's like, if you think of like an all time low show or Silverstein gaslight, it's like 2000 people will say yeah. 2000 people are probably going to buy merch and you're one. 
So one versus 2000 people and whether the other merch people help you or, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's still, it, it, it does. It's still like that number. You're still like, you know, outnumbered there. You got even like the main support band helping you mm -hmm. or whatever. It's two people. Like it's still never enough hands back there. No, man. And it's like, you know, and like, and this is not a slight at any bands, but like a lot of bands don't have the budget to like be like, Hey, okay. Merch guy, you can hire two people to help you tonight, you know, and we'll give you this, you can have, they can, you could pay them this amount of money. You know, a lot of bands don't have that budget because like, and, and this is not a slight in any of those bands. It's just like, yo man, they got families to fucking pay for. Like we got to save money. Yeah, totally. At, yeah, man, we got to save money at every point we can, but still produce the best results. So that's where, you know, somebody like you has to step up and be like, yo, I'm fucking rocking this alone. Cause and you know, yeah, even when it came down, even when it came down to like the merch cut at the end of the night, you know, you're like, Hey, these are my friends. Every band you've toured with, I've toured with, they're our friends. And granted it's a business or we met them through business. You're still your homies. And you're like, you know, the venue is some people like know this, don't know this about merch. Like the venue is either a going to count all your stuff in and count it out, or they're just going to say, Hey, here's an intern give me your numbers. Mm -hmm. And it's, you kind of like, then you can kind of stiff them and you got to do, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make, you know, your artist the most amount of money. Yeah. So, you, you, you know, and, and that's like that. But when it came to like ATL hiring vendors, they would always ask me like, would we have sold like uh like a hundred, we paid that person a hundred bucks. Like, did we make a hundred more dollars tonight? Like hiring that person. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. And they'd be like, yeah, then do it. Yeah. You know, and I never hired like people like I didn't trust, whether it was like, oh, yeah, like you, someone like you, like a veteran or like Beth Rabel or like Eileen, like if I was yeah. in their city, like the rave, wherever, somewhere in San Diego, they'd be like, yeah, like I'll help you. Like, mm -hmm. even though I'm coming to the show, like, or I'll just do it for the in and the out. And I'll be like, dude, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Like, I'll give it out, like, out of my money. Like, just please come help me. Like, it'll be fun, you know, and we'll just do it. Yeah. And like, most of the time, it's like, I mean, there's been times where I've like gone and done that and like haven't, even like asked for, I'm like, nah, I'm like, where they're like, send me an invoice. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't care. Like, <laughs> you know, because yeah. like, whatever. Just give me a couple of drinks. I'm here. I'm here like, for yeah. the, just to get out of the Dude, house. I had a couple drinks and I made like 200 bucks in tips and I'm like, ah, do I need more than that? No, I'm fine. Whatever. You know? Yeah, so, exactly. If it's going to headache, man, just hook me up with the tips. Yeah. yeah I like that. I don't, it's more of a pain in the ass for me to make an invoice. Like that's yeah, just, yeah, nah, okay, cool. I'm good. Bye. Yeah. This, <laughs> yep, I'm with you. I feel that so hard. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but that's a, I mean, that's a good thing, man. But like, I mean, yo, wait, so did we do that? Did All Time Low and Gaslight Anthem do that festival in Helsinki together? In Finland, yes. When we all stayed at the hotel. So, dude. Yes. I, I remember, okay, so this is my one memory. And it's probably, gonna, actually, I have a couple memories from that. But my one memory was like, we were a, a lot of us. Like, um, I think it was all time low, several members of Gaslight, several members of shit. Uh, fuck. Was it a day to remember? Was it a day to remember there at that point too? Or no? I, I gotta, think I they might've been there for Reading and Leeds, but I feel like it was, it was definitely was like, big, I should have pulled up. Yeah, I know. I should have done the research, but you know, obviously yeah. not. But, uh, yeah, I can't remember the name of the festival either, but it was definitely, I, I know Queens of the Stone Age headlined it on, and like Parkway Drive played it, like 
there was like some big yep, bands there. Yep. Yeah. But I remember it was kind of on the water too, wasn't it? Was, it? Like, it was like, you, like right see the beach? The, dude, the beach was like right there. And it was like, it was like, yes, you know, yes. Finland, I mean, and this is, uh, I'm trying to, I hope I'm accurate here, but Finland is only really has like nice weather for like maybe three months a year to where it's like beach yeah, weather. Yeah. And we were there for that. But I know, yeah. yeah, like Queens of Stone Age headlined and that was cool as fuck because they crushed it and Parkway Drive played yeah. and, but I remember one night outside. The one guitarist was in a wheelchair. Yes, that's right. Yeah, because he broke his foot. He, he was he was in the boot. Yeah, he was in yeah. the boot and I was like, this dude is shredding in a wheelchair. And the tech Love was it. just like moving him around. <laughs> the tech was like, had a, str it was like a yeah. string or something yeah. and he was just like, but um yep, yep. yeah but i remember that because it was so funny because one night uh we were outside the hotel and then like a bunch of fans like kind of like clamored around one person they were like and i was like oh who the fuck are they like and it was fucking ian from billy talent the guy oh. with, yeah like the guy with the ian with the fucking crazy hair he's like shreds on guitar yeah but there yeah and like it was so funny because like all time low was outside. We were all like outside just like chilling, like just like you know it was. I think like a bunch of having lobby beers. Back. Yeah, like lobby beers. Exactly, dude. Lobby yep, beers yep. are a fucking thing. That's a, that's a real thing. But dude, that summer yep. we ran into each other like several times. Yeah, it was the best. And I remember just rolling up to that like all the festivals, and it was. Uh, like, like oh you're on this or we look at like the, like the po tour poster I'm like oh my god like gaslight's gonna be there because did that bring us to reading and leeds or like it all led up to reading and leeds right um yeah it led up to reading and leeds uh i think it was was that 2012 no 12 i think it was 12 or 13 oh it was 12 it was 12 Reading and Leeds, because I did I did Reading and Leeds yeah, with them in 2010, 12. and then we did it in 2012 and 15, I think. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it was 2012, right. and that was like when they yep. were like blowing the fuck up, like handwritten just come out. They were like just leveling up. So yeah, that was that time. Those are always like uh, you know something I think the states doesn't get right is just like how European festivals are just like next level like they're just they're like its own breed i remember like the shock like when we were on the festivals and like whether you played in the morning or at night or you know just all the different bands like it, it it's awesome and even like you know just that all day event like people camp out three days like that's not my cup of tea but they really like have it on lock you know all those festivals like uh i can't even think of like like download like our reading and leads or, mm. or um tea in the park like all that kind of stuff man is like always like so overwhelming but they're awesome hey guys here at stories we support family-owned small businesses with that said we want to promote our friends over at purgatory roasters in middletown connecticut and they want to give you a discount on their amazing coffee use the code stories for 15 percent off your purchase at purgatoryroasters.com they are open for in-person service as well at their facility in middletown connecticut it's in the factory square building so if you're on the east coast check that out also they're all about punk rock and skateboarding and and I'm all about both those things, and I love their coffee. It is amazing. Check it out. Get the discount. 15% off stories. PurgatoryRoasters.com Wait, you did Tea in the Park? Yeah, we did, we've done it before. With yeah. who? 
All Time Low did it, yeah. With well, like who's headlining? Oh, I don't remember what year. Maybe we did it in like 2011. Oh shit! Right. Wait, you you went to Australia with them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah, I did Soundwave. Yeah, I did those. Did all this. I did it with the Almost and uh, Dance Cabin Dance and All Time Low. Those were like our no. Sarah Goals was our side wave, but I can't remember. Hmm. Oh but yeah, we did. We did sideways with the almost. Oh, that would have. What what year was that? Oh, eight or oh nine, probably. Oh wow, because I didn't do. Oh, so you went to Australia before I did, dude. Holy shit! So yeah, I went. We were, yeah. were merch merch guys are non-existent. We no, have to do anything. It's, well, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> if if you're an American dude going with an American band over to Australia. You're doing something right, I think. And thankfully, yep. like with you with All Time Low, with Chris V, with fucking We The Kings, and with me yep. and Gaslight, so, I don't know, whatever. We did something right where they were yeah. like, yeah, we'll take you everywhere, whatever, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I was like their, I was like their guy. I was like, yeah, I just, we're, you want, we're going to Japan, so you'll, you'll come with us in Australia. Like, we're going to vacation on the way back to Hawaii, like... You know, just just come for the ride and help us with suitcases and make sure morale is good. It's going to be a long couple of weeks. I'm like, hey, I can do that. Easy, man. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Oh, make make sure morale is good. Got that. Like under yeah, yeah. check done. <laughs> in the tour in the tour book, it just said like morale tech. I'm like, yeah, solid. That's me. Vibe tech, bro. That's yo. Kenny was Vibe Kenny tech. was Kenny played acoustic opening for Gaslight on a tour in 2013, and. uh but it was like he played acoustic like, you know, half hour doors open. Like it was kind of just like, yo, we wanted to have somebody on. And it was like, yo, would Kenny do it? Like totally like last minute, like Brian was like, uh, Kenny, I like Kenny's songs. Let's have him on. Okay, cool. Whatever. And that's uh, amazing. Yeah. So it was, dude, it was one of those things to where it was like, it's so cool to like, to be like, oh yeah, like we could just have this happen like that like easy peasy like whatever but um but yeah it's crazy how that like that that's just that's just how touring works you know in that sense it's great when you think about like and also i know when i listened to uh, another episode when you, when you did shane from silverstein i like the difference of headlining versus being like with the support band mm -hmm. like when your band is like main support or like two of four or whatever the case is you're like Hey, like we're kind of like on vacation right now. Like we're the band's playing like five, six songs. Yeah. We got two cloth, three cloth. Uh -huh. Kind of like coasting through it, man. And it's like it's humbling, you know, because you're trying to get new fans, but you're also like, hey, man, like I'm making the same money as if we were headlining, and it's it's kind of not a bad gig, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's pretty fucking. It's pr yeah, it's uh, our gigs were pretty dope. But you got out of the touring game before COVID happened. What what did you start doing? Yeah, yeah. How did that happen? How did you get out of it? I got out of touring uh, five years ago. It's been five years. Wow. And sure. all time low. All was taking a break to record uh, the record Future Hearts. We mm -hmm. kind of had like the wheels that kind of like fell off of like the previous record and they're like we're gonna go like on this like hiatus of like gonna record a record we don't know when we're coming back and i was like okay like let me think about like what i want to do like from here like moving forward and i was like do i you know go home and 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 go out with like you know two other bands that are in the scene that like offered me jobs or i kind of like take this time to kind of like find a different path mm -hmm. where I like felt like I was like falling out of love with touring where I was like, is this, 
do I like it because I'm doing all time low? Do I like it because, you know, like the money and the travel? And I was just in like this weird in between place, you know, in my life where I was like, I'm just, I feel like I was stuck. Like those bigger gigs weren't coming in for me, like at the arena status with doing something, we'll say like Drake or U2, like mm-hmm. those weren't like falling in my lap. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just think it's like, feels right to just kind of like take a walk from this. And yeah, I did. I just like took a leap and I got into like doing like electrical trade work, like, you know, something that I just like picked up, like, I guess maybe it's in my blood from like my dad. Mm. And, uh, I just like rode, rode with that. And then I started to get into like a field that my brother's in and like fire and safety, like doing like low voltage electrical. And it just stuck. Like, I just kind of like kept growing in this field and it's been like an uphill, like climb for me, like every, like every year. So I've just like, haven't really like looked back and, you know, I've definitely like miss it every day. Like I'll like be like, mm, life's better on the road or, you know, and those, it took me two years of getting off the road to mm-hmm. feel comfortable, like in my own skin, you know, where I was yeah. like struggling with like the depre- like depression or I was struggling, like struggling to like find normalcy or find a routine that I love. And I was like in and out of hobbies and it just, it was really like the toughest, um, you know, transition of my life you know, for sure. Like it was, it was like so hard to do. Like every bad day you're like, mm, gotta go back on the road. Like mm-hmm. this is no, and like, Oh, I'm making less money. I'm making similar money, but I'm home now with more bills. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I was just like struggling for like two years. Like, uh, like I like going to shows, I was like a drag. I was like, ah, I don't want to like really be like this drunk, bitter guy there or like, like see mopey dopey or anything like that. But I just like stuck with it, man. And like, just kept moving forward and like getting like all these like certifications at my job and training and stuff, man. And it's like, it's been good. Like I've like, I'm like, I'm happy, you know, and it's, I've like made a name for myself where I work and I've just found myself at home, which is like, so like, I feel like it it is really hard to do, but I had to just like put the time in and like find like things that I love. I didn't have hobbies for what, seven years. Like I didn't know what I liked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, ah, like I'm in my twenties. I don't know. Like, do I like, like, do I like playing hockey? Like, do I like knitting? Like, like, do I want to like bartend? Like, what do I like? Cause you're gone for 10 months. Everything you kind of like is like put on the back burner. You know, you're like, I'll play video games. I'll hang at home, go out with my friends. And like, that's all I have time for. You know, you don't have time to like get involved with kind of really anything, you know? So it it, like, it's humbling. It feels good. You know, it felt good to like learn about things I love or things I always like put off doing, you know, in that time. Yeah, man. And yeah, I mean, like, I feel like for me, like, you know, mine was more of a forced hiatus because I was still going full blast. But yeah, man, I went through that depression of like, I was like, fuck, this shit's done. Like, okay. But like, you know, it took me, it took me a while to get to the point where I was like, okay, well, everybody's feeling this and all right, fuck my, fuck my feelings on this. Like, what can we do? different to like move on you know but you know i mean and i think this gives so many people like hope you know it gives so many people like remembrance of like what's going on or like what they love about like touring and hearing like singers or merch guys or like anybody you know guitar techs yeah like so many people like have such good stories and like you know when you said you're gonna have me on i was like dude like a honored b haven't been up in the mix in like five years but there's so many like people that they, even if my job was like different than the singer's job, we still have like similar encounters on the road or different, like we've yeah. all just gone through it. Like in that style of, of living, man is 
is all relatable when you've done it. Yeah, man. All right, so let's get into that then. What are your, what are some of your what are, what are what are some tour stories that stick stick out to you that you can tell that wouldn't bum anybody out? Give me give me a couple. Uh, since since uh, it involves you, and uh, I'll have to tell it first. Uh, we were doing, like I said, that show. It was it did a show in Madrid, and we were going to Norway. Uh-huh. So we we're on our way to Madrid and summer festival and we're like two three hours outside of the festival but we go on like we'll say like later in the night like four or five o'clock yeah so all you know is and like some people don't know like the europe bus laws are different where like drivers can't drive more than four hours without a break Mm -hmm. so we had to fly out a second driver who lived like up front with him and they like shared the bed like opposite their sleep schedules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know obviously they're obviously they're ripping cigs in the front lounge. Like, yeah, so we're we're bummed. But yeah, anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. socially unaware is yeah yeah. So we're driving to we're driving to Madrid and the the bus breaks down. Long story short, the bus breaks down. So our tour manager Matt Flyzik is on the phone with the venue. Like, hey, listen, we're two hours outside of the festival. Our bus broke down. We need transportation, or we're not going to make it. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, we got a van and trailer here. We'll come pick you up. So we're like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, we're we're on our way. Just hang tight. So we're hanging out <laughs> on the side of the road somewhere outside of Madrid, like at a mobile. Like everybody's like getting like you know snacks and whatever. And a shuttle pulls up, like an airport shuttle, with like a a three by four three by five trailer like you can maybe fit like two suitcases and like two <laughs> guitar cases in there and like all right van trailers here and we're like uh where do we put the gear and you couldn't get there's it's all full of seats you couldn't like put any seats down and we're like all right grab your grab a night bag grab a box of merch grab acoustic guitars we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play acoustic yeah and by the time we were, we were getting there missing our set so we ended up playing at like one o'clock in the morning after like my chem closed the festival out oh right right so we so we're like okay bus comes to gets makes it to the venue they're like yeah it was just like put a band-aid on it but we're gonna have to see what we're doing in the morning to like get you know get to to get to no get to norway to get this drive Mm -hmm. going so that's like a 23 hour drive like yeah it's it's a hike so the band's like well listen this is going to be a painful day off for us we're gonna fly so the, the crew stays back with flyzik our assistant tm macalusi takes the van and they and they fly to norway okay so as we're leaving madrid our bus sees like a, a sign that says hey we're going to uh, all buses go this way well he goes down where the metro buses go not tour buses <gasps> hits all the sprinkler heads in in the uh in the bus terminal water is flowing everywhere the cops have to escort us out Oh, we're on our we're on our way. No. Strike 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 one. Oh, that's strike the, one. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're on the drive. We're like, I think like Paris. I think I know we stopped in Disneyland, Paris. We stopped there halfway point. AC AC goes out in the bus. So everyone's of course on the bus, shirtless. You know, uh, just trying to like stay stay cool. Yeah. Oh, Siri. Siri just came on my computer. Sorry about that. Oh. Um, so AC goes out on the bus. We're still on our way. Everyone goes to sleep. We wake up to get knocked on the bus door. We're like, oh, okay. Now what? We're at a border. 
And of course, we all had hash on us. We had weed. Oh, no. And it, so the, everyone's like, all right, off the bus, off the bus, passports. I'm like, well, what's happening? And all I know is they're like, yeah, like, ta- like you know, give us your passports. Anything on the bus you need to know about or we're going to go on there and take a look. And they're all like, no, uh, no, nah, nah, of course, there's nothing on the bus. <laughs> sure enough, two cops go, two cops go on there. And they're like, we should have told them. We should have told them. I'm like, just be cool. Like they could see out the bus yeah, window. Relax. Let it, yeah, let it run. It, let it, let it run its course, man. Like we'll, we'll assess it when it gets there. I think they're, they're calling our bluff. We're calling their bluff. Yeah. And what seemed like an hour was maybe 10 minutes. They're like, all right, have a safe trip. Oh, they find nothing. yep. Exactly. Go on the bus. They flipped it. Like everything is flipped. Sheets are up, book bags are moved, and they oh, just like never found it. God, no, no dogs or not, no dogs or nothing. And then we have to now get a ferry. We have to get a ferry, uh-huh. I guess, to get up to Norway. Yep. Miss, miss the ferry for whatever reason. Of so course. we missed the ferry. Yeah, we make our way to the festival late. Uh, the band's like, yeah, like we made it, but. Uh, the airline, the airline lost the acoustic guitars. So <laughs> lose the acoustic guitars. I guess they had another, I think they had another festival. That's why they, maybe they flew, but they had to borrow gaslight anthems, acoustics, because the festival lost their acoustic guitars. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, hey, hey, can we buy, you scramble in? I think our assistant TM, Matt, fa- finds you. And then you're like, yeah, I can get you guys two acoustics and let them borrow acoustic guitars so they can play. Yeah, I don't know if it was me or not. It might have been. It might have been our. It might have been uh, Joe Amato, our sound guy, Big Kerm, which would and became our sound guy later on. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, holy yeah. fuck! <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, just. Uh, it, I just remember that drive was like 23 hours long, and I think everyone was just like kind of like losing their mind, like. Our assistant TM couldn't read the label like at the truck stop and buys like non-alcoholic wine. He's like yeah. just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drinks like, two oh, bottles oops. and he's like, I'm not feeling anything. Or like, dude, yeah, that's not alcoholic wine. wine. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have drank two bottles anyway. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. I know the drive is long trying to numb yourself. Yeah. But, yeah, but wait, did, was, you, did you ever tour with any other bands aside from All Time Low? I did pierce the veil for a little bit, okay. um, just in the off time. Uh, I left the set your goals tour, um, after that little short stint, but yeah, ATL was like my bread and butter for seven years. Damn dude. Seven years. And, and wait, who yeah. took over after you? Was it J Val? J Val did a year and now they have, uh, Dan, uh, Dan shine. Oh, Dan, I love Dan Sasha. We who's love, like, who's, we love him. I love that dude. He's great. Yeah. Dan's Dan is the man. He called me today and I told him I was doing this and he's just, he's the man. I like, I love seeing his, his growth, like in touring, like from like bands he started with to where he's at now. Like he's, he's one of the best men. Yeah, man. I mean like, yeah, it is crazy. Like all time lows only had like what three merch dudes, like really like, yeah. Yeah. And some people, I think, I think, I think one thing I've, kind of bothered me when I was getting off the road is like people, you know, you kind of like learn who your friends are like through a lot of things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when they took that hiatus to do that record, people were like, they announced like their first tour when that record was coming out and people would like text me like, Oh, this is going to be so sick. Can't wait to see you. I'm like, yeah, man, haven't like, I don't like, I don't work for them anymore. Like maybe it'd be cool if you like checked in on me, like before, you know, just looking for guest list or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, are we fr- are are we friends? Like, you know, uh, you know, but checking on your friends every now and again, people like especially during these times. Like I said, it. If you could ask your friends uh, for guest list, I hope during COVID you kind of checked in on those people yeah. because they could uh, 
you know, use it now more than ever. So I really kind of feel strongly for that. Hey, do you guys like Pilsners? Do you like IPAs? Do you like stouts? Do you like beer in general? If yes, then we have the place for you. Be sure to visit DecadentAles.com to browse their current selection available for pickup and shipping. And make sure to use the code STORIES for 10% off your order. That's S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S for 10% off your order. They currently ship to 10 states plus Washington, D.C. Or you can visit their tap room located in Mamaroneck, New York, a short 30-minute train ride from New York City. Once again, that code is STORIES, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S, and follow Decadent Ales on Instagram. Another another story oh, that man. I can think cool. of... Th- and not the, uh, the reason I'm here, uh, Cleveland, we were on tour with fallout boy and there was like an after party that was like too packed and people that, you know, we went there and a couple people that we knew were like, Hey, like, let's go back to our apartment and just have a party there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, well, how do I like, how do we show up empty handed? Like we should bring something. So I like buy a case of beer from the bar, which is like, so I feel like it's not normal, but yeah. I did it <laughs> go back to this, go back to this house. And there's like, th- you know, two of the people we're with and there's just one roommate. We all bombard into this apartment at one time. This guy's just like on the couch, like what is happening? <laughs> 20 of us from the party just barge in. We could like see him in the back of the apartment, like yelling at his roommates. Like you guys keep doing this shit to me. Stop. Like, why do you keep bringing people over here? And I'm like, whatever. And next then he calls one of his friends over. We're all hanging out, drinking. And I guess like in a shuffle, everybody left me at this party that from the tour and I was just with all their (laughs) friends and I'm like, Oh man, like it's time for me to go. And the friend who came over later of the roommate, he's like, Oh, let me give you a ride. And I'm like, probably not a good idea. I'm going to just walk. And he's like, no, man, it's a far walk. So we like walk outside together. He's like, wait here, I'll get my truck. And I'm like, uh, peace, take off down the road, start running hammered. I'm in Cleveland. I'm like, okay, I had a Blackberry at this time. So like, I feel like Google maps wasn't a thing. Nope. <laughs> maybe it was, maybe I just was inco- going incoherent. Yeah. It, was before, it was before Uber. Like there was yep. no Uber. Yeah. That, yes. That would have been, no. uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Scary time. So I see this, I'm like, I'm in a, like in the street, like in a bus stop, I see this guy like blow by in his pickup truck. I end up finding a cab. I'm like, Hey, listen, can you give me a ride like near like the arena like Time Warner Cable, like amphitheater, like I need to get there. And he's like, listen, like my cab is overheating. I can't give you a ride. And I said, listen, man, like I'll give you all the money in my wallet. Like I just need a ride a couple blocks. I have no idea where I am. <laughs> he's like, all right. Like he's going dispatch. Like really like, no, don't do it. And I'm like, he's like, you listen, they can't do it. I said, dude, please, I'll give you like 40 bucks. Get in the cab, drive two blocks, cab starts pouring smoke out of it. <gasps> and so he's like, dude, I told you it's overheating. Get out. <laughs> I'm like, what's, I'm like, what's the cab company? Like, what time does this thing like stop running? He's like, they're all closed, man. The cabs are done running and bus calls 4am. So maybe it was like three o'clock in the morning. Okay. So I get like the dispatch number and I'm like, Hey, like I need a cab. They're not running. I'm like, all right, listen, I asked the cab driver, I'm like, which way am I going? He's like, yeah, I go down this way, three blocks, X, Y, Z, make a left. I'm like, okay, I'm on foot. I'm running through the streets of Cleveland. And around the corner, a guy on a bike comes around the corner and almost just like plows into me. 
So I'm stalled. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, listen, I said, I'm trying to get to the time winner arena. Can you show me? He's like, all right, cool. I'll show you. Start running next to this guy, riding his bike to the arena. And I'm, he's like, are you okay? I'm, I'm like, no, nah, dude. I was like, I'm hammered. He's like, oh, well, he's like, listen, he's like, hop on. I'm like, hop on what? He's like the pegs, dummy. <laughs> down the dude's pegs. I'm holding onto the guy's shoulders, riding down the road in Cleveland, three o'clock in the morning. And everyone's like, there's people outside like hollering at him. Like, yo, yo, he's waving. Dry, I, he comes around the corner. I see LeBron the famous LeBron on the, on the poster. He's there. He's like, Hey man, listen, just got out of jail for boosting cars, trying to get a bus ticket to my grandma. Can you give me like 20 bucks? I'm like, dude, here's 40. Thanks for the lift. <laughs> and I sprint to the bus three forty seven AM bus calls four o'clock in the morning. Oh. And I made it like 13 minutes to spare. Everyone's like, dude, we're waiting for you what happened? I was like, Oh, <laughs> you guys left me. <laughs> you ditched me at yeah, that party. And me, I just assholes. got back now. Thanks. Yep. Oh man. Like that's the thing. Like this podcast mm-hmm. is not really about my stories, but like I have about, I mean, I could say about at least 50 stories about how I almost missed bus call for an insane reason. And that'll, They'll come out eventually, but like, that's crazy, bro. That you, (laughs) dude, on the pegs on the bike, like, I just like trusting this guy. Like, good people exist, yeah, but he just drove me. Like, what's he doing on a bike at three o'clock in the morning? I have no idea. I like cracked up Budweiser when I got back to the bus. I was like, this is unreal. Yeah, okay, never thought this would have happened. Dude, well, I mean, that's that's touring in general. Who the fuck thought we would be doing what we did for a living, you know? <laughs> yeah, just like be bopping around like the United States. Like, you're just like, man, did a lot of miles, like, or, or the flights, like, or U.S. tour right into, like, a Europe tour, or you get right back from the U.K. two days at home. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always crazy. We shot a music video in L.A. for Weightless, and I had to fly to D.C. to pick up everyone's passports, what? And for some reason they were all like done, they were done all together. So I flew from LA, DC, couldn't take a flight because if I got searched, I had like 10 people's passports on me. And then I, <laughs> and took, them, I, I, I took, yeah. So I took Amtrak from DC up to Poughkeepsie and then got picked up. I had a, two nights in my bed and then I like flew, then we flew to Japan like the, like after that. And then we did, then did Japan, Australia, and came back to Hawaii. Oh, my God. Like, all in, like, yeah, that was all in, like, a week's time. So, if I flew back from L.A., like, Saturday, and I was home Sunday, Monday. You know what's funny is, like, the crazy thing about that is if the government looked at you, they would be like, what is this guy, what's this guy doing? And then if they actually did the research, they'd be like, oh, that, oh, Oh, okay. He does this for a living. Like, you know what I mean? Like to where it's yeah, like, yeah. what we do is so fucking weird. I mean, not weird to us, but like, it's so like off the map to where like nobody thinks about it as like a thing, you know? Yeah. It's always, it's always like you would, whether I keep all, I kept all my like boarding passes and even to like sit next to other people on the plane, mm-hmm. they ask you what you do. And just having these conversations like, oh, wow, that's crazy. You're like, you, just like the, the travel alone, it just getting from like A to B is like, which is, is 
is mind blowing. It's so much, even like that flight home from like the, you know, Europe festival season, you're like, man, this is going to be the longest eight hours, but it's like planes, trains, automobiles, you, you fly from, you know, Madrid, you fly back to JFK, you know, whatever, you know, hopefully like some people had a layover in JFK. Luckily you got to go home right there. We lived in New York. Like we got that, you know, benefit. Um, but yeah, those are always like the worst, like just those travel days, but they were, yeah. You look back and you'll tell like your kids or like, you'll tell your friends like who just maybe don't get it or people who do get it. And it's just like, yeah, man, it's exhausting. It is. But I mean, and it's one of those things to where like now where I'm at, I don't really miss it. Like, I don't like, I don't miss, like, I miss moments of like, you know, the fun times, like, you know, closing out a fucking bar or like closing out the hotel lobby bar and like, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I miss those times to where it was just like, yo, like the nothingness of just like hanging out on the day off when you had that, that cherished day off on tour. I miss that shit. I don't miss, I don't miss like much of the, I mean, like, there's not much of the other stuff I miss than like the camaraderie of like all of us, like, you know, doing our thing, you know, <laughs> there's no brotherhood. There's no like brotherhood or like, like you said, camaraderie, like it, like, cause those are your, those are your, that's your family, man. Like you, when you're out on the road like that, like you, you're sleeping next to your bosses, which is a weird dynamic mm. because you know, at the end of the, whether you're on a band bus or crew bus, I mean, maybe you're not, but if you're on one bus, like, those are like, you got to separate like almost like church and state, but like, oh, they're boss, but then you're your friends. But like, and those are the people you do everything with. Like, Hey, you want to go to brunch? Oh, Hey, look, I just looked, we're in this town and you know, the Timberwolves are playing the Rockets, which we did that. We're like, yeah. Oh, let's go watch the Timberwolves play for, for $8 on a day off. Like, exactly, oh, okay, that'd be cool. Dude. Like, or another tours in town. <laughs> another tours in town mm-hmm. yeah you're like oh dude i'm like hey i actually like remember coming to see silverstein you were we were in canada with simple plan and you guys were in canada at the time and i remember coming to a simple plan show i think with rob dyer was i was ah uh, would i would i have been in with silverstein or would i i have been on another tour because i think you're with silverstein man i really do i remember just seeing silverstein in canada wait and we had like a weird maybe it was a venue cells was it devil wears prada or no i just remember seeing silverstein and just booking it like i remember i think it was venue cells so we like rolled over there like same promoter same city like we rolled over there saw you guys play and then we just dipped oh shit uh now it's it's one of those things we have to remember, but that might have been the Data Remember tour where it was Silverstein, Data Remember, and um, Brendan Rivera, and what's his face? Uh, fuck, ah, I can't remember the other band. Sorry. That's always the that's always the best though. Like when your yeah. friends are in town, like and you just don't know it, or like tour routings cross, or they combine tours, which was kind of rare, but. Yeah, the, this, the holy day off, man, is yeah. is like, yeah, those I do. And those are the things I do miss. Like, like why, hey, we found a local yard house or, hey, we're going to go watch like Infinity War on, on the road. Like we've been oh. waiting so long with the day. Let's get to the movies. Yeah, let's go let's check this out. Like, this. Yeah. It, oh. yeah, simple things like that. Like you just like looking back, like, you know, oh, hey, we found this great bar. Oh, you found a haircut spot. Like those are yeah. like the small memories of like just, that I do, I do miss. Like, yeah, I miss the shows, and and you know, the ATL kids were always like super nice to me. But like, yeah, the hanging with your friends like that day in and day out, and being a well machine is like, it doesn't happen as you like get out of that. Like, it's not the same. 
Nah, it's different, man. But speaking of Endgame, so uh, when I toured with Billy Idol in uh, the summer mm-hmm. of 2019, um, we had like a, a budget, like the hotels, because we did some like a lot of casinos. So the hotels would give us like a Sweet. budget of like, you know, we had a $200 credit on our room to like spend for food and whatever, whatever. So I like, you know, I went to the bar and I got like, you know, I got like a drink and then I got like whatever food. And it was like, I still had like 150 bucks left over. So I went up to my room and it was before Endgame got released on like any like, streaming or like apple apple platform or anything like that yeah so i'm in my room and i'm like oh shit what i like oh this only cost me like 20 bucks all right cool i'm gonna do it dope (laughs) and i like i think i bought it like because we were there for like two shows and yeah i bought it like three times and like that was like what i spent my room credit on yeah perfect like hey you didn't say you didn't specify like what this was worth so i'm gonna use it on what i want well yeah it was like i it, it was it was only in a, it, it wasn't eligible for like uh gambling chips and stuff like that but like i don't i don't like gambling i don't care for the best yeah I, I, yeah I, me I, either i hate it i hate it yeah like nah i'm not, yeah, I'm not into it. that like you know if i can get a free drink and a free meal and then watch Endgame a few times all right that's cool <laughs> Yeah, I'm a I'm a simple man, man. Yeah, get yeah, get the burger at the bar and a and a and a drink. I'm chilling. Yeah, it's easy, dude. Fuck, so easy. But yeah, man. So fuck. I mean, with with ATL, what are some other fucking dope stories that you got that are like tellable? That we the the thing is they've done so like they've done uh so much like when we got to tour with blink 182 that's mm-hmm. awesome we've gotten to tour with green day like we were in russia with green day like green day had never been there what? and green day had taken us to russia so we went to like russia with them we played at like the olympic or like where the olympics were held we actually went to you know we played there and, and it was awesome i remember like we had like cross through whatever borders in russia and green days the band had assigned guitars for the border guard so we could get through i guess without paying the fee or whatever so like they would like bribe you know the police there with these signed guitars yeah so like cool little things like that that like i i just uh, you know that's like another world like i said touring in europe is like it's just another world so like little things like that um it just kind of like blow my mind like things you'll ne- you'll never you'll, you'll like never believe be like oh what like that's like a, yeah that's a real thing like just having like little things like that it's well yeah it's crazy that's insane bro like i mean i've but you know what i've seen that in my own shit like to where it's like oh yeah you give the border guard a fucking cd and like it's okay yeah like but yeah, they had to cancel a show. They Green Day had to cancel a show. Billy had whatever was going on, and I remember we 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 got done playing, and they were like, we we're in Italy, and the promoter was like, hey, listen, like we gotta like the show's ending early. We're gonna announce it during Angels set. Um, you know, like the the shows, you know, it, it, Green Day canceled. So they're like breaking down Green Day's gear, and our bus driver like comes running to the stage. We're watching Angels. He's like, we're leaving. We're leaving right now. I don't care. We're leaving last time a band canceled 
I was with Zebrahead and all the fans bricked my bus. We're leaving. <laughs> and we're like, we're like, <laughs> so we're like, dude, seriously, we're leaving. He's like, we're, he's like, we're gone. We're out of here. And sure enough, like angels was like, you're not doing it. They're on our set. Like we're not going to get bottled. I get the Italians don't mess around as <laughs> like, I mean, we're Italian. So, listen, I would never bottle. Yeah, anybody. Italians. I'm, I'm, I'm a mellow Italian. <laughs> I would never bottle anybody for anything. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, let me talk to him. Hey, listen, guys, Green Day is not going to do this show. Go get your money back at the door. <laughs> but they, um, they like, we just dipped out of there. Like, I, I just remember that incident being like, oh man, like just in panic. Like imagine an entire European festival, just driving a bus. And like, you just see all the people like just leaving the grounds. Cause they're so pissed. Like I remember doing that. I was so nuts. Dude, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, all those laminates, dude. I mean, like, you guys did, like, what was that tour? It was you guys and We the Kings co-headlining, right? Or no? Uh, they support. They supported us, yeah. What tour was that? That was, like, Hang We on. the Kings and Boys and Girls or Boys Do Girls. or Oh, boys. dude, tor, tor, Torzilla, yeah. Yes, and the audition. Yes. Yeah, the audition, that, man. Wait, you had a support pass? Why did you have a support pass? Because, because, because boys like girls, man. They were uh, oh, there was wait. there was restrictions. Oh shit, yo, oh yeah. I thought it was a co-headlining tour. It should have been. No, we were we were we were main support, and Bullshit. I know that like their first rec, boys like girls' first record had just like just come out, and I know that. Um, uh atl would just put out like so wrong it's right and i remember like boys like girls got like a cease and desist for like ripping off like the godzilla like font and like whatever so they like like, a cease and desist on that tour and they they had to like ditch um they had to ditch like the whole like tour t-shirt and stuff and they were like hey listen like you guys can't sell this and stuff and i remember jose was out and i think you know jose he was out like on merch with them yep jose receives i believe yeah and i was Mm -hmm. like obviously i was young and he was a little i guess he was getting like mistreated out there and Uh, right you know i was like i was like yo listen bro like you will talk to them like that and i can talk to me like (laughs) just because like you when when i worked with you in the starting line it said like support load in was three and i would Mm -hmm. come see you and be like hey man it's like two o'clock can i load in you're like yeah man like dude i'm done come on in like you know and you welcomed me into the venue yeah but he'd be like it's just three it's just three o'clock in the day she can't you read i'm like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. listen man you're not gonna talk to me like that i asked a question you could just say hey man come back at three you ain't gotta snap at me because you know you got a shipment of boxes or you hate this band like don't treat me like shit like yeah and like i mean i don't think i don't think i've ever like snapped at anybody like in that way to where i've been like what the fuck look at the day because i don't look at the day sheet most of the time so i'm just like yeah well yeah it's fun but it's like more like like yeah if i dude most of the time on tour i would have everything done by like two o'clock and then i'm like yeah i don't give a shit like yeah like after that like i'm like okay use common sense like don't hang your shit too close like I mean, but you knew you knew yeah. what to do. Like it was not Yeah, I never had to like fucking talk that way to you, you know. Yeah, and that, and that's like, you know, like one thing where it was like we're all out there together and it's like we could have built like a better relationship and I mean him have since like been so cool, but it's yeah. like damn, damn I was like, yo, I'm not your bro, bro. Like don't talk to me like that. Like just a yeah. little bit of respect. I was young. Yeah. I get it. 
I have this I have this laminate here where all time low made me the queen of England. <laughs> that's you? <laughs> like, oh my um, god. That's so they put like a wig on me and made me the actual like queen of England in this all access laminate in 2013. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck, dude. I'm going to let you go because we could definitely, we have more material for another one. Like, this was good enough for this one. Like, this is fucking great. Much love, bro. I have nothing but love for you. And I, I'm I'm so thankful, man. You asked me to be on, man. I hope people enjoy this. Oh, uh, they will. If you're a Star Wars fan, want to check out the All Wings Reporting podcast. It's me and my brother, two, bro- uh, two Italians talking Star Wars. You know, <laughs> Keep going. What's and, your fucking uh, yeah. yeah? Promote your shit. What's your sites? What's your what's your Instagram? Yeah. Go. Uh, it's 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 all all wings report in on Instagram. It's all wings report on Twitter. Um, that's you can find us on Apple, Spotify. Uh, man, I'm so grateful to be here, man. I love you, brother. I wish I can give you a hug. You look great, dude. Uh, you too, yo, man. dude. For real. Yo, this is fucking great. But yeah, man, like definitely support Vinny doing his thing. The podcast is fucking awesome. If you're a Star Wars fan, like it's fucking rad like just yeah check it out if everybody's a star wars fan so you can find something you like on his podcast i guarantee you i've checked it out so yeah it's dope but yo man we'll fucking we'll we have we have a lot to talk about on text but yeah we'll do that all right yeah man i'll I'll tell you two minutes be good brother (laughs) all right brother you too peace out thanks dude peace enjoy stories and all access podcast is hosted by me danny del donuts it is produced by kenneth fletcher Our theme music is Storms by Personnel. Learn more about what we are doing for the touring community at stories.net. That's stories.net, S-T-O-U-R-I-E-S dot net.